I just read a very provocative headline, and it turned out the story wasn't at all what I thought it was about. Uh, the, the headline was, a naked guy went viral for chasing a wild pig, and now he's got his own toy? Question mark? So I'm like, okay, what's this nasty story about? But last summer, there was an older gentleman in Germany who started chasing after a wild boar that stole his bag. It's not as, it's not as salacious as I thought it was. <laughs> And a photo of it went viral because he was naked when it happened. Turned out he was doing some nude sunbathing at a lake near Berlin. You know, those Germans. Everything's better when you're nude. Or so the Germans would have us believe. And uh, so the guy's doing some sunbathing, and the boar grabbed his bag and ran off with it. So a woman named Adele Landauer got an action shot of it, and now that picture has inspired a brand new toy that you can buy. Company that makes model trains. They recreated the moment with little action figures and they're selling them as an accessory for train sets so you can make it uh, part of the landscape. This naked guy <laughs> chasing a pig. And they actually captured it pretty well. There's a, a mini version of him running and the wild boar has the bag in his mouth just like in the photo. And the company says that sales have been pretty good so far, but Adele is not happy about it. She says she might actually sue them for recreating the photo without her permission. For what it's worth, the guy in the picture, he doesn't seem to care about any of this. Apparently, he gave her permission to post it on social media last year, and he hasn't commented on the model train version. His name's never been made public. He's just the the naked guy that was chasing a wild pig. And now he's the naked guy who's chasing a wild pig and has his own toy. Pretty, 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 pretty good. This is 1019 Jack FM. So this is one of those questions that lets you gauge how gross someone is in general. When was the last time you washed your pillowcases? <laughs> right? Got to think about it a little bit, don't you? Especially when it's hot like this. You get all sweaty, your head's sweating. Your pillowcase absorbs a lot of dirt, oil, and dead skin. And you're supposed to do it every week or two at most. But a lot of us aren't hitting that mark. I've got to give my wife props because she's the one that's prompted me to to, to wash my pillowcase regularly. Wash our pillowcases regularly. Around one in three people admit that they go longer than every week or two, including 2% of Americans who say they never wash their pillowcases. Most people go more than a month. That includes 35% who said that they wash them at least once a week. But women wash their pillowcases more than guys do. Of course. Guys are nasty. People under 25 are the most likely to be sleeping on pillowcases that have never been washed. I'm sure I didn't wash a pillowcase till I was, what, late 20s, early 30s? Hell, I didn't even know you could go buy pillows and pillowcases. I thought that a pillow was just something you were issued when you were young. Because, I mean, I had my, I always assumed I had my same pillow that I had when I was a kid. If my mom was buying pillows, she wasn't making a big deal out of them. She just put them on the bed. So the pillow I had, I took with me when I left the house. Probably a good, you know, five to ten years before I realized, oh, I could buy another pillow. <laughs> they just got them here in the stores. Crazy. But enough pillow talk. Hey, enough of my yakking. What do you say? Let's boogie. Here's a fun would-you-rather question for summer. On a 100-degree day, would you rather get a big whiff of a sweaty dude's body odor or a hot pile of garbage. Think about it. That is a tricky one, right? <laughs> a new poll asked people to name the worst smells of summer, and those two tied for first. Body odor or a hot pile of garbage? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Nasty stuff. 
The summer smells that we hate most are sweaty BO, hot trash, and lawnmower fumes. I actually kind of like lawnmower fumes. The smells we love most are barbecue, fresh cut grass, and beach air. Like the smell of sunblock ranked up there too. Uh, they also ask people to name the best and worst summer flavors. Our favorites are lemonade, grilled food, and a tie for third between iced tea and watermelon. All delicious. Our least favorites include artificial fruit flavoring, potato salad, really? <laughs> and lemonade. So I don't get it. Lemonade made both of the lists. It's on the favorite summer flavors and the worst summer flavors. And a surprising number of people hate potato salad. What is wrong with people? All I know is summer seems to last a, a lot shorter than winter does around here, so I enjoy each and everything I can about summer. Campbell's Soup just changed the label on its tomato soup can for the first time in 50 years. Oh, my God! You know what? It is not a huge overhaul, though, so don't panic. If you're panicking, <laughs> cease the panic. All they did is they, they uh, messed with the font just a little bit, they moved the word condensed from the middle of the can to the top of the can, and they added a photo of an actual tomato at the bottom. That's it. That's it. Otherwise, it looks like the same old half-red, half-white uh, Campbell's tomato soup can, but this is the first time they've changed the design since 1951. That's good stuff. What else you got? No need to alert Andy Warhol, because he's he's dead anyway. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Andy Warhol, of course, did the iconic uh, Campbell's soup can paintings or prints, I guess you would call them, his pop art. Uh, so does your bathing suit happen to have pineapples on it? If so, you might want to get a new one. Or not, depending upon what you're into. Some woman on TikTok bought a bikini with little pineapple designs on it. She also got pineapple swim trunks for her husband because she thought it would be cute if they would match on vacation. And they didn't get why people were being so nice to them. Well, she found out that pineapples on your swimsuit means that you are a swinger who's looking to hook up. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Where do these rules and these these uh, social cues come from? They should be a little more transparent when they sell you a swimsuit. This also applies to shirts, pants, and any other clothing with pineapple designs on it, especially if you're on vacation or on a cruise, which it would seem to me would be the place where you would wear pineapple designs, right? You're on some kind of a, a cruise vacation? Well, unless you're looking to hook up, do not wear the pineapple gear. Now you know. Ouch! You it! And now you know the rest of the story. Stupid! You're so stupid! Stupid criminals in the news. If you were offered the choice between watching Monk or cartoons, you might, if you were me, ask if there is a third option. <laughs> Any other option. But these two men were really passionate about this choice. A 58-year-old man named Glenn Hutchinson really wanted to watch a Monk rerun on Sunday. If you're a fan, I'll play a little bit of the Monk theme song here. Isn't that nice? It's a Jungle Out There by Randy Newman, the theme song to Monk. So anyways, this guy wants to watch Monk on Sunday, and he got into a big argument with his 56-year-old roommate, a guy named Edward Davis, who wanted to watch cartoons instead. So the two men are roommates at an assisted living facility in Florida. Glenn got so irate and he was so passionate about about Monk that he whacked Edward in the head with his aluminum cane. Bonk. Edward is in a wheelchair, so it might not seem like a fair fight, but Glenn told the cops that Edward started it by driving his motorized scooter into his leg and that he swung his cane in self-defense. The police didn't buy it. Glenn was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Randy Newman is right. It really is a jungle out there. 
I want to watch Monk. Am I doing an old man voice? They're only in their 50s. Uh, we hope this is real and not staged because it is outstanding. A guy in Russia walked into a sex shop on Saturday, tried to rob the place, pulled out a small knife, and told the cashier to give him all the money in the register. So what did the cashier do? Instead of giving him the money, she reached under the counter and pulled out an 18-inch flesh-colored sex toy and started beating him over the head with it. <laughs> There's security footage of the whole thing that hasn't been verified by police yet, but it, uh, from what I can tell, it looks real. She ended up chasing him through the store and out the front entrance. It is not clear if the cops tracked him down. Way to go. Very nice. An armed thief tries to rob a sex shop. You beat him with an X-rated toy. And there you go. There's your stupid criminals in the news. I hope you're ready for this. It's Random Facts. facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Monday. I was not ready for that. Like this one. When Google invented incognito mode for Chrome back in 2008, it wasn't so people could watch porn without having it in their history. Or so the Germans would have us believe. It was actually so people could share computers without messing with each other's browser cookies and settings. But people, of course, gravitated towards using it to hide their, uh, their porn searches. Hawaii has banned virtually all billboards since 1927. How about that? Tired of looking at billboards? Move to Hawaii. It's a federal crime for someone who is not a postal worker to wear a U.S. Postal Service uniform, unless you're acting in a play, TV show, or movie. So a Halloween costume is not a good enough excuse. You can actually get a fine or six months in prison if you're caught using uh, wearing a U.S. Postal Service uniform and it's not for the purpose of a, a TV show, a play, or a movie. Not really worth dressing up for Halloween as a postal worker, is it? Did you know instant coffee was invented by a guy named George Washington? <gasps> he came to America from Belgium in the late 1800s and started ma manufacturing instant coffee in 1910. And thus, watery, inferior coffee was born. Finally, Frank Sinatra supposedly hired thugs to beat up comedian Jackie Mason for making fun of him for marrying Mia Farrow, who was 30 years younger. After Mason had his face wired back together, he kept making jokes. He would say, quote, Frank Sinatra saved my life one night. He said, boys, that's enough. <laughs> and there's your random facts. Incidentally, if you hadn't heard, comedy legend Jackie Mason actually died on Saturday. He was 93 became a household name around 1960 when he made several appearances on the biggest show of the day, The Ed Sullivan Show. But uh, I know him from Steve Martin's first movie, The Jerk, where Jackie Mason played the owner of the gas station who later gives Steve a job. Where are you going? To the bathroom! Gotta have a key. Can I get one? My key is for customers who buy gas. I'm buying gas! I don't see no car. I just need enough for my lighter. Oh, look at this. And my wife wanted me to stay home today. Look what I would have missed. A complete fill-up for a whole lighter, huh? Okay, that's enough. We're gonna pull the plug on this bit. 